You are listening to the Sandoval Banished Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval, or Daniel Sandoval, whichever you prefer. Thanks for joining me. This is my first episode. Uh, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while to talk about sports and pop culture and whatever else I feel like talking about. Uh, so today I want to go over uh, the upcoming NFL season and make my picks and talk about uh, the Westgate win totals and some storylines, Kevin Durant's comments since his injury in the NBA Finals, talk about Zion Williamson and the Christmas schedule. Uh, I saw the latest Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I want to go over that. And uh, Brad Pitt's notable roles in his career. Uh, Ramona Shelburne uh, from ESPN will possibly join me. Uh, may or may not be here uh, to talk about some NBA stuff as well. Um, so we'll get into that. Uh, first, I want to go talk about the NFL and what has happened uh, we have some storylines coming in about, you know, Antonio Brown. He's a, he's a Raider now, and apparently he has frostbite on his feet, which has to be top five dumbest sports injury. You have uh, the Jason Pierre-Paul fireworks incident. That's pretty dumb as well. Uh, what else? Plaxico Burris shot himself. That, that actually ruined his career, though, so that one might be the worst because Jason Pierre-Paul, he still got paid after that. Um, so I don't know. Uh, and then Jeremy Affelt cut himself trying to split two frozen patties together with a knife and it slipped and got his hand. Uh, so that's pretty dumb as well. But, uh, I usually don't watch hard knocks, but for some reason this, this year I'll, I'm a little bit more excited about the NFL cause a lot, a lot of stuff has been happening. Uh, the Browns are supposed to be good now. They have Odell Beckham. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. I don't know how many, how many stupid videos I've seen of them just playing, just playing catch with Baker Mayfield and him completing passes. Like, oh, this connection is so strong. I don't care. I don't care about this training camp or preseason. Like, whatever. Everyone looks great in training camp, and and then you play preseason. Like, I I, I need September to get here already, because um, I'm I'm excited actually. And I, yeah, I don't usually watch it, but um, it was it was boring. <laughs> it was very boring. And I guess this is the first episode, but you could already tell when a team's just not going to be good. And that's what I'm that's the the sense I'm getting from the Raiders. You had their rookie safety Jonathan Abram. He was just like talking back to Jogger and there's just like no respect there. He's just like trying to hit some people. Like I mean, I don't know. So you can already you can already tell that there's going to be some issues there in uh in Oakland and not well in Oakland and I guess Vegas next year or whatever. Um but we'll see how long uh, Antonio Brown will be out. And then you got uh Ezekiel Elliott holding out. Uh, wants a new contract. He has two years left on his deal. Uh, Melvin Gordon wanted a new contract. Uh, he's holding out. Uh, and then they formally requested a trade, um, him and his agent. Um, so I don't, I'm not sure where he goes or what happens with that. Uh, but I think that could affect the Chargers and where they, they end up in the playoff race. Philip Rivers is like 50 years old, so he's he's got he's to gotta win pretty soon. And they need, they need Melvin Gordon. But that definitely opens a window for Austin Eckler. Is is Austin Eckler worth at least a second round draft pick in in fantasy football? Third, I I wouldn't go first, but I don't know. We'll see. I guess. Um, but so I, w- I want to get back to uh, Ezekiel Elliott because the Cowboys they got to pay they got to pay Zeke, Dak Prescott, and then you got to pay Amari Cooper because they're all coming up, and they're all I believe they're all under twenty five, twenty five or under. But the way the offense. The offense is is structured. It's it's all built around Ezekiel Elliott, because I mean Dak Prescott's not gonna without Ezekiel. Elliott, he's not gonna go throw for 400 yards in a game or something. He's not gonna beat you that way, you know. 
And then, so personally, like in any other situation, I'd pay the quarterback first. But in this particular situation, I know Zeke has two years left on his deal, and then Dak has has that he has one. I think he's entering his, his final year. I would still pay Zeke Elliott because th- th- that's what how their offense is run. It's all run through Zeke anyway, and he's maybe the best running back in the league. I mean, you could throw Saquon in there, Todd Gurley when he doesn't have tendonitis or whatever the hell in, in his knee. Um, so I would, I would just pay him, you know? And, and then as far as Melvin Gordon, I wouldn't pay him Todd Gurley money, you know? Cause I mean, he's been good, but I mean, who the hell really even talks about Melvin Gordon that way, you know? Um, so I mean, I, I guess it'll be interesting to see how, how that Cowboys situation goes. Cause I, I honestly, I think they could win the division this year. That would be my, uh, my, my pick for, for the NFC East. Uh, is the Cowboys, which is kind of weird to say, but, uh, but yeah. So I'll I'll go over some picks here. Uh, first of all, let's see what um, I have some win totals here for Westgate. Want to see some interesting ones that we got here? Um, I guess since we were talking about the the Cowboys, they have them at at nine wins uh, for 2019. I would take the over. I think they could win ten, maybe eleven games, uh, and win that division. As I said, uh, the Packers they have them at nine. Um, I would say that that's about right. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. They have a new head coach. Uh, I mean, they only won where they went six games last year. Um, so I don't know. They're putting all their faith in Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers is probably on everybody's MVP pick like every year as usual. The Browns are at nine wins. Uh, I think that division, I think that division would only take 10 wins, uh, to win that division. Um, and then let's see what else we have here. The Eagles are at 10. I don't know about that. I think I would take the under. I think they, yeah, they could, I, they could win nine, 10 games maybe. Um, but I, I think I would bet on the under the Colts are at 10. I think that, well, that division, you, you could win, you could win with nine wins. You can win that division with nine wins. Uh, the saints at 10 and a half. I would take the over. I think they get 11, 12 wins uh they had 13 last year uh there might be some regression um since mark ingram's gone but uh, alvin kamara he'll be a lot more productive he'll get a lot more touches and targets so that'll be a great offense uh the rams are at 10 and a half as well uh interesting to see how they utilize todd Gurley after i guess tendonitis in the knee i'm not sure what's going on there see see what they decide to do um I would take the over on that also. Um, I think they're like the Saints. They could win 11 or 12 games. The Chiefs are at 10 and a half. That seems kind of low. Uh, I would take the over on that as well. Um, Patriots are at 11. I think I would take the over on that. Uh, let's see what else is interesting here. The Chargers are at nine and a half. So they think there's going to be some regression there since they won 12 games last year. The Bears are at nine. Another interesting one. Uh, let's see. 49ers are at eight. That seems kind of high. Like, that's what... I think last year they had him at 10. And then Garoppolo got injured because he can't run out of bounds, and they ended up getting four. Seahawks are at 8.5. I think the Seahawks can make the playoffs again. Or no, they didn't make the playoffs last year. I think they could win... Uh, close to the same amount last year. Like they had nine, ten wins last year, or ten wins. Um, I think they can do that 
again this next year. So I'm going to go into um, my picks here, I guess. Uh, so I have I have the Patriots winning their division, and then I have the Colts, the Chiefs, and I have Cleveland winning winning the AFC North. And then my two wild card teams are the Chargers. I guess we'll see how that uh, that Melvin Gordon situation uh, turns out. Uh, I think Austin Eckler can definitely fill that void. And Pittsburgh, actually, I think I think Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh can make the wild card. I don't think they'll they'll miss. I mean, obviously you'll miss Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, but they have Juju Smith-Schuster, who was great last year. And then James Conner, he did get injured, but he had a strong start to the season. And I think he'll be better this next year. And as far as the NFC, like I said, I had Dallas winning the division. I guess we'll see if they'll go far and then how they handle the Ezekiel Elliott situation. Uh, I have Chicago winning the division. Uh, the, the NFC North is an interesting division because you had Minnesota. They had all those moves, and they have all those great players there. Uh, they signed Kirk Cousins, but... I mean, Kirk Kent seems like he's just like a stat guy. Uh, and then you have the Packers. And then even the Lions sometimes are kind of interesting. So, I mean, that that's going to be a pretty competitive division, I think. Then I have the Saints in the South winning. And then the Rams winning the NFC West. And then I kind of struggled with the two wildcard teams. Uh, I'm not sure on how Carson Wentz is going to be. Uh, he may or may I don't know. Before his injury was like a couple years ago, they when they they had like thirteen wins. Uh, before his he was gonna win the MVP, and then Tom Brady got it. So I we'll see if he can get back to that. And then they they got they or Nick Foles went to Jacksonville, so he doesn't have someone breathing down his neck. And then I think Seattle. I think Seattle's good. I think they can they can get a wild card. I was I was tempted to pick Atlanta, but they've just kind of failed me in the past and they're just they're really hit and miss i know that they should be there all the time but they're just really hit and miss and then i almost went with green bay but i've been picking green bay to make the playoffs and be contenders for a while and then something always happens and then it's like oh they don't have anybody and then oh we got a fire our coach and so i don't know and then i almost picked carolina too but they were terrible last year and then uh camps coming off shoulder surgery and who knows how that goes uh, so those are my picks, and then the Super Bowl. I've been picking the same, the same Super Bowl picks three years in a row. I think I had, I think I had the Saints and and the Patriots because I want to see Tom Brady and and Drew Brees uh, play in the Super Bowl before before they both die on the field. I guess. Uh, so I've been picking the Saints to win the last three years. So I'm going to go with the same one. I'm going to go with the Saints uh, over the Patriots in the Super Bowl. But the last couple years, you had that hail mary in minnesota and then last year you had you had the pass interference call their no call but i think this year I mean, they have to do it you know so i'll i'll go with the saints on that uh so let's see so yeah that'll be exciting so i'm i'm excited to see how how the season turns out i think as far as like mvp you got some you got some good names there obviously tom brady and then Patrick Mahomes again, but who knows if, if Patrick Mahomes if I mean if Patrick Mahomes gets forty touchdowns instead of the fifty that he got last year, like that's still a great season and that's still a, an MVP type season, you know. And they didn't suspend 
uh, Tyreek Hill, or the NFL didn't suspend Tyreek Hill, which I thought they should have. I still think they should. You know that that's like a whole that's a whole can of worms right there because Tyreek Tyreek Hill is just literally he's probably the worst person in the in the NFL, right? Like he's just there's no other person worse than him. Like current player, I'm trying to think. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I mean he was obviously guilty. They said the evidence wasn't there. You know the because you have you have the actual investigators like law enforcement investigating. They decided not to arrest him or anything because they said the the evidence wasn't there. And then Goodell decided not to suspend him for the same thing. But you don't. You, it's the NFL's own thing. You can suspend whoever the hell you want if you don't like the way they look. Like you're suspended. You know, Zeke Elliott's like suspended all the time. Then they suspended Greg Hardy for his his situation that was terrible. They suspended Ray Rice, but for some reason, Tyreek. Oh, they even suspended Kareem Hunt for his thing. And then, but Tyreek Hill's like, you know what? It's all right. You're on audio, and they're talking about you're talking about your son's broken arm and how you hurt him. But it's fine. You can play. And the Chiefs like, oh, you know what? We can. We're gonna we're gonna offer you a contract extension. We're gonna have that dialogue and talk about it because we want you here on our team because you're, you're terrible, but we want you here. So it's like it's just a moral issue. Like, do you want to win? And have just like the worst people, yeah. That's what the Chiefs want to do. But uh, I, I don't know. He has a lot of he has a lot of things, a lot of similarities on and off the field. He's explosive. He's a dangerous weapon, and he's a physical threat at any point. Um, but so uh, as far as MVP, yeah, you have Patrick Mahomes, uh, Tom Brady, obviously. What about uh, Andrew Luck? Andrew Luck could have a good year, uh, maybe. Maybe Carson Wentz. Um, obviously, the Aaron Rodgers is always brought up in that conversation. Uh, maybe what about Baker Mayfield? What if what if the Browns win 11, 12 games? I think uh, I think it would, it would mostly be due to due to Odell Beckham and that offense and and Baker Baker Mayfield leading the charge. Uh, so I, I think if they do win 11, 12 games, he's probably the MVP. Uh, so I think that'd be a, a, a safe pick there. Uh, Saquon Barkley will probably win another win another award or something, maybe a rushing title. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, so I want to switch gears here, talk about uh, Kevin Durant. He made his first his first comment since his his Achilles injury in the NBA Finals. Uh, I don't have the direct quotes in front of me, but I'll, I'll kind of paraphrase, I guess. So he said he doesn't blame. He doesn't blame the Warriors at all that it was him and like a trainer training every day and he was going to play he was going to play in the finals either way he says even if they were down 3-1 and he played he was going to play either way cuz he said he just wanted to hoop and and he doesn't blame the the Warriors at all he's like it's just basketball he said shit happens that's just the way it goes but I I I don't know I just don't I don't believe that I feel like he's I feel like that's a lie I don't think he wants it. I don't think he wants him to look bad. I guess like I'm not sure because the whole time during that NBA Finals, there was just a cloud over everything. There were just it was just all about Kevin Durant. Like oh, is he gonna come back or not? And I thought the Warriors mishandled that situation the way they left it open. They, they instead of saying hey he's out, he's just gonna be out for the NBA Finals. That's what they should have done is say hey he's gonna be out for the whole NBA Finals. And then you know if he's if he practices and stuff and comes back. They're like, oh, he 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 might actually be be ready to play, but instead they said, uh, he's out indefinitely. Like we don't know, he might be out 
till game two or game three. Like, the way they played, I don't know if they're trying to play mind games with the Raptors and say, like, oh, you know, have Kevin Durant looming over them. Like, oh, he might come back this day, might come back this other game. Like, we have no idea. Um, so they kind of just left the door open. And then when they're down 3-1, everyone's kind of like, oh, is he going to come back? Like, should he come back? You know, because Andre Iguodala is playing, with, playing through a bunch of injuries. I feel like something's always going on with him. Um, and then Steph had a... He had a, a hand a hand injury that was going on, and then and then Clay was all banged up, and then he ended up get, getting injured in that last game, and then um, Kevon Looney had like one arm; he couldn't bring his other arm over over his head, and he was still playing. And Demarcus Cousins got injured early in the playoffs, and then he came back. So I think it was more it was more like media kind of saying like, "Hey, we we need you back." Like, is Kevin Durant going to come open or come back in the game? Or in the series, God, I'm messing up. Um, or is is he just gonna be out the whole time? But then it's also the Warriors how they handled it. They kind of left the door open, so then everyone else is talking about it the entire time instead of talking about the game to game. And then also, I felt like maybe he was pressured by the players also, since everyone else is playing through injuries. Like, hey, KD, like we're we're doing all this, like we kind of need you here, man. You know, so that that's why I felt I felt like. You know, it was like all those other things, and Kevin Durant hears all that stuff. He's always, he's always been kind of sensitive to that. So I felt like he, he wanted to get that respect, even more so, I guess, to just come back and say, "Hey, man, I got you guys back." Even though I'm leaving, like I got you, and he played really well in that game. And then, then the injury happened, stuff. So, so I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but he's not going to play until after this coming season. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, let's see. What, what do we have for the the NBA Christmas schedule? I saw that um, Zion Williamson is playing, which which it, it kind of seems crazy. He's I know he's a rookie and everything, and every, there's all this hype around him. But come on, you're gonna give him a Christmas game his rookie year? I think the Pelicans are gonna be good. Actually, I think uh, Dave Griffin has done a really good job to surround really good good pieces around. Uh, Zion, and they still have Drew Holiday. They got Lonzo coming. Um, I like Lonzo's player. And then you got, uh, hopefully, his dad's not making some some noise. They got Brandon Ingram. You got Josh Hart. Um, so you, they have some good pieces there. I think they'll be good. I'm not sure they make the playoffs though in that West. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, it just seems like it's too early for a Christmas a Christmas game for him. I would rather have seen Portland there or even Utah. Because uh, I think Utah's gonna be really good as well, but um, so yeah, I don't know. I I, <clears throat> I thought it was too early for Zion to be to be there, uh, but we'll see. Uh, um, I guess in another episode, I'll I'll go over uh, more over NBA free agency because uh, NBA popped off. It was just crazy, all kinds of stuff happened. It, the whole landscape of the NBA changed. Now it's just wide open. There's all kinds of it's all kinds of contenders and everything that's going on. Um, a lot of storylines, and NBA was just really juicy this offseason. A lot to uh, to get into. Um, so, let's see here. So, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that as we get closer to the uh, to the NBA season. Uh, so, I, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the new Tarantino movie, uh, recently. And it was it was good. It was good. You know, the, the middle... The middle kind of dragged on a little bit, as most Tarantino movies do. 
Like there was like a whole 45 minutes where there was like no Brad Pitt. It seemed like I was like, yo, what's going on here? Uh, but it had a little bit of everything. It had some some action, not as much as his past movies, uh, but it was really it was more funny than anything I thought. Um, and then uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was really good in it. Uh, Margot Robbie didn't have as many lines as I thought she would. Uh, there was some people had some issues with that. Uh, she played Sharon Tate. Um, and then the ending though was was really good because I like the last 20 minutes when they're kind of going leading into the ending, I'm just like, Oh, well, everyone knows what's happening here. Uh, but it was just completely different. So it was really good. And then at the end, I'm just like, Oh, I want some more of this, you know? Um, so I thought it was really good. And, um, I don't know about if it's my favorite Tarantino movie. That's either like Jackie Brown or Inglorious bastards. Uh, but yeah, Brad Pitt was really good in it. Uh, that, that specific role was really good. Uh, so I, I want to talk about what what his past roles that were like really good. Because uh, there's, a, there's a few that come to mind. Um, there's Snatch. He was really good. He plays that boxer. plays Mickey O'Neal. And then uh, I liked California. It's a really old one. He plays like a... I guess he plays a, a serial killer. He's kind of crazy. He goes on this, uh, this road trip with uh, David Duchovny who's a David company is like a writer. He's a crime writer. He's trying to follow all these houses. And then, uh, he was good in seven. It was like his, his cop movie. He has a, everyone has that trajectory where they're, they have to play a cop. They have to play a fighter. He's that fighter in, uh, he's a fighter in fight club. And then let's see what other, and then you have to be, you have to do like some kind of heist movie. He had like five of them in the oceans movies. Uh, and then, then you got to do a space movie. He has a space movie coming out soon. And then he had it as a zombie movie. So he, he does uh, all that trajectory there. Um, but, uh, well, they have their world war Z. They had world war Z come out like that one that came out in 2013. And there was supposed to be that second one, world war Z two. And then all kinds of stuff happened with it. David Fincher, they they canceled it. They're like, oh, we're not gonna do uh, World War Z two because I want I want to know what happens next. Uh, but then now there's there's uh there's rumors that that's gonna come back. Uh, they're gonna I guess they're gonna have a, a new director. Everything's gonna be new on that and a whole new story probably. Um, so that one might be interesting. Um, and then he was he was really good in uh the Big Short. The Big Short's a really good one that that I don't think got enough attention. Uh, he has a small role in that one, but that one has Steve Carell and and Christian Bale and Ryan Gosling. So that one's really good. And yeah, it's just, it's also really funny too, though. So, <laughs> um, and so this summer has been really good with, as far as viewing like TV shows and stuff like that. Uh, HBO decided when, when Game of Thrones ended, they're like, Hey, I like, Hey, everyone's going to cancel their subscriptions probably because game of Thrones is over. But they're like, yeah, yeah. Fucking right. Cause we have all kinds of shit coming out. They had all kinds of crime documentaries that came out recently. They had, um, some new shows, bad, big little lies, uh, season two come out. I love that show. That show is, is great. It's, you got Reese Witherspoon there. And then the second season you have, uh, Meryl Streep, you got Nicole Kidman and Zoe Kravitz. And, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good characters there and it's just so juicy. It's like, it's like, it's a really good drama. You guys should definitely watch it. If you haven't watched it yet, um, season two ended, 
like a few weeks ago. It was supposed to be a season one, but then everyone's like, well, I thought it was a really good show, so we need a season two. So they just kind of wrote something and like put it together, but it was still really good. And I think I think Nicole Kidman could get a could get an Emmy, and Laura Dern was also really good. She was my favorite character in it. She just kind of she's just kind of like boss bitch mentality. She just kind of roll up and just start cussing at people, and she was just like really aggressive towards other people. And she had she had great lines in it, and I think she was. It felt like she was like she was competing with Meryl Streep for for like an Emmy there because she could she could win one too and she was really good at it. Um, there was this new show Euphoria with Zendaya, and it's like this the the new like high school like we do drugs and have sex show, and man that show that show is crazy. It's just I remember in the leftovers like the, um, the another HBO show. It's like the first season episode two. Uh, his daughter goes to, like some crazy party. It's like that scene, but the entire show is like that. So it's just like everything is just crazy exaggerated, and just makes me never want a child like ever. And yeah, it's it's crazy. But I, what I really think about it is that it's it's more about how parents, how parents' actions, uh, whether it be abuse or or like a divorce or someone leaves or just the way that they treat their kids or something, or I don't know, whatever, however the household is that anything can really affect uh, their child, their children, uh, whether it be in high school or middle school or whatever. And then those kids kind of, they get all like depressed and all messed up and start doing drugs and make bad choices and stuff. And then maybe that follows them until they're adults and they're like, Hey, you know, these are my decisions now and, and whatever, however I grew up, like that's how I grew up and that shouldn't affect me like in my life when I'm older, you know? So I, I think that's kind of how that show is and how, how parents' actions can really screw up a kid's adolescence and, and kind of shape their future a little bit until they start kind of taking charge. Uh, but that's a really good show. Uh, if you haven't, if you haven't, you know, watched it yet, I think you should that I haven't seen the finale yet. The finale just came out this past Sunday, but I have not seen it yet. Um, so I'll have to, I'll have to check that out, but it's, it's just intense. And there's, I think you see in all the, the episodes I've seen, there's probably like, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of uh, uncomfortable scenes. I'll say there's like five just really uncomfortable scenes where I'm just like, I don't really want to see that in this situation. It's just, there's some stuff that's like, okay, like HBO is just like, all right, we're HBO. Um, so, you know, we got to show, we got to show a lot of dick and, and a lot of, a lot of uncomfortable scenes. Where I'm just like, oh my God, I feel like I'm in the room watching, watching certain scenes and it makes me uncomfortable, but some of it is, uh, but it's intense. It's, it's, it's really well acted. Uh, Zendaya is really good in it. Um, and so are the other, other actors that I'm not really familiar with them, but, uh, they're definitely doing pretty well in that show. And I think it got picked up for a second season as well. Um, so yeah, that is my first, my first episode. Thanks for joining me. Um, if you have any, any questions or anything or suggestions, let me know. Um, I guess stay tuned. I'm not sure when I'll, I'll make another one or whatever, but, um, maybe it'll be soon. I don't know. Um, maybe it'll be a weekly thing. I have no idea. I'm just gonna, I'll just let you know. And then, uh, I guess you can subscribe. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it.